This is episode 30 of Hebrews in Exile with Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And in this episode, Kohanim Yochanan Harlis joins us to discuss Yom Teruah, which is the Feast of Trumpets, Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, and Sukkot, which is the Feast of Booths. All of these festivals are important to the Most High and equally important to the Hebrew in exile. So without any further ado, Hebrews in Exile, let's go! This is Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews in, in exile. exile. Tonight we have with us one of the Kohanim that teach in our congregation. He is a gentleman from the nations who's going to share with us this evening as we talk about things that are germane to the time frame that we happen to be sharing in, which are the High Holy Days. Right. When we talk about and let me introduce him before I start talking, because I'll start talking and we'll our just be we'll just be downstream. <laughs> our steam so, guest. Yeah, yeah. So well, uh, I want to say guest. That's not right. Huh? That's not before. guest. One of the brethren. Well, I said one of the brethren. Didn't See, I say that? I think I'll get my hands slapped for that now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we 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 have one of the Kohanim from our congregation with us also, who is a gentleman from the nations, whose name is Yokanan. Harless, Kohanim Yochanan Harless. Say something, John. Well, it's good to be here. All right. With you all again. It's my second time, so I look forward to it. As we talk about things that are germane to the mitzvahs, Torah is the compilation of the teachings, the precepts, the instructions the ways and the commandments that the Most High has given to Hebrew nation Israel. Hmm? And as you know, I am very much concerned uh, from a Hebraic perspective, as my brother Daniel was, to ask the question of the Most High, what about my people? While I am concerned about my people and there is a need for an awakening, this awakening also includes the inclusion of people from the nations. And I don't want you to be I don't want you to be conflicted by things that you hear from mm. other Hebraic lines of thought that are mm, in my mind, they're radicals. And the thing that you need to know as you're listening to this podcast is that the Most High is not a radical. He's logical. He's conclusive. He says what, he's, he, says what he wants to say. He means what he says. He's not a man that he should lie or change his mind. All of these things that I'm saying are very important as we talk about subject matter that we're going to talk about even this evening and further on into the future. Mm-hmm. Most High means what he says, and he says what he means. You know, and uh, we we happen to be in, right, as, as this podcast is being recorded, we are in the High Holy 
days were in the time. And as I think I might have mentioned it in a prior podcast, that uh, the middle of August, which is the Babylonian uh, month of El U, uh, and the Gregorian month of August, the middle of it starts starts the month of El U, which begins the process for preparing for the High Holy Days, which we're going to talk about tonight as one of them is going to appear, and we're going to have to celebrate it on the 7th. On the seventh day of the seventh month of the Most Highest calendar in the ninth month of the Gregorian calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And so as we talk about it, we go to Vaikra, which is Leviticus, chapter number 23, and verse number 23 of chapter 23. Mm-hmm. And it says, Yahweh said to Moshe, Tell the people of Israel, in the seventh month, the first of the month is to be for you a day of complete rest for remembering a holy convocation announced with blast on the shofar. Uh, this particular day is called the Feast of Trumpets, or in the in the in the in the ah. Uh, mm. And see, now you're balking again. Come on. Well, how do we say it? I mean, <laughs> in the Oxanazi framework of discussion, they call it uh, Yom Teruah, and they refer to it as the month of Tishri, which is, the in Hebrew, the month of Etayim which is the seventh month. There are four months that are enumerated in Scripture, and those months are Aviv, where we have the first festival of Pesach, and then we have um, Etayim, which is represented by the seventh month. Bul is the eighth, and I believe Luz is... Ziv. 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 You're right. Ziv. Number two. Number two. So we got one, two, and seven, and eight. So, with that being stated, when it comes to scriptorial calendars, these are the only four months that the Most High mentions in Scripture. All the other months or other, other times are defined numerically. So, one of the things that we do, and, and, and you know, I, I, here's what I, I'm going to talk about what I do before I talk about the, um, the Feast of Trumpets itself, um, is what takes place leading up to this. I start looking inwardly, and I start searching myself to assure that my soul, my mind, my spirit, the whole makeup me up, the whole makeup of me is in a proper thought process and a proper constitution to enter into the high holy days. For Hebrew Israel, the high holy days 
are the most important days that the Most High has given to Hebrew Israel. And they have to be taken seriously, and they have to be taken with the spirit of consecration. So I start searching. I I don't know what I don't know what you do. Mm. Yeah, no, I I I echo what you're what you're talking about. It's it's a it's a time where you need to enter it into with a sense of humility, um, with uh, a clear mind and a clear conscience to always. I think with all of these particular festivals, there's a sense of of teshuva, of of turning from uh, teshuva. What's what's teshuva? Teshuva. Oh shoot. You want to? Do you explain it? Go ahead. What's teshuva? <laughs> well, uh, from a Greek mindset, right? Our our cultural mindset would be repent, right? Repentance, mm-hmm. but you know, the meaning is to turn, mm-hmm. which carries the idea that you know whatever we're engaging at this moment that is contrary to the will and purpose of the Most High in the Scriptures, then we need to turn from that. Yeah, absolutely. Turn to Him and turn to you know to the Torah. So this is the time where we do that. I mean, obviously, we need to be – you can do that any time of the year, right? I mean, that's oh, not, it's not limited yeah. to right now. Oh, However, yeah. right, as as Rabbi alluded to, it's a time of deep introspection. Yeah. Whereas, you know, throughout the year, right, we're, we may get hit with something at one moment in our life, right, where we, we need to do that. But at this moment, because of what it pertains to – in the days to come, right? Right. There needs to be a, what's the word I'm looking for? There needs to be a certain um, urgency, Yeah, maybe? urgency and a certain, a certain in particular looking inward at yourself. Yeah. Um, this is not about anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about, we were raised in a culture that talked about saved. <laughs> and this is the time frame within Israel that salvation and deliverance is the most important time because there are three festivals that culminate back-to-back, Feast of Trumpets, Day of Atonement, yep. and Sukkot. The one in the middle that I mentioned is the most important, which which this particular Feast of Trumpets leads up to. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's really very, very, very important that we take time at this particular point in time and observe. Now, can I, can I interject, interject something real quick? You, you can know, always you, say something when you want to say something. What you just in a row. I'm just mesmerized over here. Why are you asking here? me if you can say something? <laughs> Jump in. You, you know you, that. The you pool, know what? This, this the water is fine. It's the water's fine. It's, yeah. It's, it's just not. It's just right. It's just right. You know when when I think about these particular all the Moadims, and I'm using that word that Moadim is a festival, uh, and which you have enumerated three of them already. But it's kind of like if I want to put it in a in a modern day perspective. Most of us have, unless you're a CEO of a company, most of us have day jobs, unless you're retired. We know about you already. <laughs> but, yeah, nice. yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So this is kind of like the CEO of your company calling a meeting and saying, I want you here on a specific time, and we're going to discuss some things that are a detriment or really a detriment for the company 
that's how serious this is. And is and you wouldn't look at that and say, you know, well, I'm just gonna skip out on it. I don't, I don't really care about what he's what he's talking about. Just send me just send me the cliff notes of what actually happened. No, you're gonna be there because you know if you're not, that could jeopardize your position. So it's it kind of takes on that. If I'm to draw a parable and an analogy and a parallel to that, it's kind of like the same thing. It's it's a special time. So when you get that email from, oh yeah, and it says on the subject line urgent, right? You don't blow that off. You don't blow it off. <laughs> no, you no. have a meeting on this day at. I got, I got one of those today. That's why I'm. <laughs> this I'm, is when my mind starts. is going to that. I got one of those today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's it's really it's really interesting because. This particular mitzvah that we're talking about, and, as, you know, as you've eloquently said, the CEO calls a meeting. But, you know, the CEO calls a meeting every seventh day. That's true. Mm-hmm. And which is the Shabbat or the Sabbath. And he demands of us to treat it as holy and keep it um, unto him. I think I, I don't know if I ever mentioned this before, but in Exodus chapter 31, he talks to us about the significance in this and the seriousness of keeping the Sabbath and not treating it as ordinary. And if we were in the land at this particular point in time and we were failing to keep the Shabbat, we'd be cut off from the community, which means you yeah. would not exist. Yeah, that's a bad thing. You know, so. Serious. Yeah. So the most high the most high calls meetings for Hebrew Israel every seventh day and then he has these what we call high sabbatons or high sabbaths that convene uh in the seventh month of the um, of of the Hebrew calendar which he also calls for three meetings to occur. Mm-hmm. Now you know what do these meetings incur? They 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 are they are uh, they are for remembering. He tells us in verse twenty four. Tell the people this on the seventh month, the first of the month is to refer, is to be for you a day of complete rest for remembering. So why, why do we why do we honor these this these these feasts? Because there are times that he wants us to remember. Remember what? Good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what what are we remembering? Hey, what do we remember? Well, I mean, I think first and foremost we remember him, which is not constant, but in the context of the time frame that we're in, right? Um, if you remember the Most High for who He is and what He is, and then we're at this period of time of the High Holy Days where we're supposed to, and again, when I say the Most High. That includes Torah. That includes, because here's the deal. I mean, we're in the time now of the days of Teshuvah are upon us, right? So that requires me to look inwardly. So if I need to turn, what have I done? I've done something to do what? That's in violation of what? The mitzvot. Mitzvot. So I've done something that has violated the most high at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. So this idea of remembering him and the and the Torah and the mitzvos, but in light of in light of where we are in the time frame, is it's in it's in concert with with the fact that I I I I under, I I have that in me, right? It's not just again remembering is just not the opposite of forgetting. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah we we yeah. look at the word remember, so it's, well, that means the opposite is forgetting. No, it's to mean to focus upon and, and put that energy into that which needs to be remembered. Right, right. And that's where I think our culture, if I may say so, we, we, we you know, it, it doesn't understand that. It mm-hmm. doesn't, because it's not a Hebraic way of thinking of it, right? It's just, oh, I remember your birthday. That's not what we're talking about no, here. No, in, in In relation to the fact that I've hurt you, I've done something wrong to you, or I've done something wrong to you, or, or I've violated the commandments towards the Most High, I, I need to be in... in you know, in I need to be in, yeah. in, in, in that mindset, right, to remember. I mean, it, because here's the deal. If I don't remember the mitzvahs, I don't remember the most high, then what in the heck am I doing testifying? Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like the old days, right, when we pray, right? Forgive me of my sins. I used to think, well, which ones? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. And so when we come before the most high, you know what? You need to be more calculating than that. Yeah. You know, when— um when you mentioned that, you know where my mind went and it says to remember is the the most highest words that resonate uh, all the time throughout through scripture, which is remember who took you out of Mitzrayim. Right, right. Who yeah. delivered you with an outstretched arm? Who took you, gave you these mitzvot, who clothed you, who was with you in the desert for X amount of years? where you prevailed the whole entire time. You were rich. You were wealthy. I gave you all of these things. Remember what I did for you. Right. And that's kind of the most I could, that's kind of his signature move, if you will, like the goat, like Michael Jordan has his signature crossover. That's, that's he kind of yeah. says that a lot. Because he's always telling us to remember. Yeah. Remember the teachings of Mashe. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So so it's a time of, of remembering and it's also a, a holy convocation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the religious world, different denominations have their their times of holy convocations. Um, the one that I used to belong to before the Most High delivered me from the paw. <laughs> from, from, from the, the paw. paw. From the paw of the bear and the paw of the lion. Oh, you got to, come as on, is, you got to, you ain't going to explain that one? As is written in Psalms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh used, boy! Yeah, we used to have our holy convocations in August, the August, the August meeting. Mm-hmm. But all of these times, and then there are other denominations that have them in July. But all of those are outside the parameter of Scripture. Yeah, and it's interesting to me that people want or claim that they're obeying the word of the most high or that they're teaching the mo- they're teaching his word but they're completely all over the place and and missing it's like it's like running the bases and not touching any of them yeah you know yeah. because the most high defines when his holy convocations are and in scripture he tells us and this happens to be one and he says you're not to do any kind of ordinary work so so there it's a it's a holiday. Mm-hmm. It's a holiday for Israel, for right. Hebrew Israel, which means that when these times roll around each year, you and I should have already planned mm-hmm. to take the day off, off from correct. work. Correct. I mean, I mean, it's a holiday. It's the most highest holiday. 
Mm-hmm. And he doesn't need government to legislate it for him. He's legislated it for Hebrew Israel. And Hebrew Israel has to be mindful that, you know what, I need to go into my boss or whatever, and I need to say, you know, on this day and these days of, of the year, I need to have off because it's, it's, it's what's commanded of me by the Elohim that I serve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, I think we've done a good job in the congregation where we get that information out well in advance, you know, of the upcoming Moedim. Oh, right? yeah. So everybody has an opportunity to make sure that we, you know, as Rabbi said, right, that we go ahead and cross those off the calendar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because uh, we, we, you know, let's face it again, culturally, right, we're caught up in the holidays of the nations, right? Mm-hmm. Caught up in our own vacation time, da 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 da, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, this is we said earlier. This is serious business, you know. Right. And again, why wouldn't you want to? Why wouldn't you want to celebrate with yeah. the Most High? You know what I'm saying? You know, kind of gets back to that thing where you know I, I I'm in the challenging people today nowadays. You know, I, I tell people all the time. I say you believe more in. United States government than and its laws than you do in the most highs. You can't sit up here and boast that you are about the most high. And then when it comes to weighing where your priorities are, the United States government, for this is the land that we live in. I know that you may be listening as Hebrews in exile around the world, but for here, you take it more seriously. When a federal holiday comes up, you have no problem taking that off. But then when the Most High asks for, and I actually know the reason why, because this is what, I don't even want to say the C word, what kind of country this is. Well, but, <laughs> you know, this this is a Christian country. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, and, and the narrative, the narrative that flows through the world, not just this nation, the narrative that throws, that flows through the world is a is a theology that's associated with Greek Christianity and right. Roman Christianity. And, Hebrew Israel is a nation of people that the Most High has set apart for him. Right. We're dispersed amongst these nations, but while we're dispersed amongst these nations, we're still held accountable to certain mitzvot and commandments that he's given to us even in this exile. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So we come up on this, this Feast of Trumpets, the, uh, also known as uh, Yom Teruah, uh, and Yom Teruah, or the Day of the Awakening. So on this particular day, uh, Hebrew Israel wakes up on this particular day, and, uh, you know, we sound, we make a blast on the shofar. We sound the shofar because mm. it's, it's, it's a time of awakening. You know, yeah. And the question is, and the question on on my mind is, you know, who needs to be awakened? Hebrew Israel. Hebrew Israel. Israel. Hebrew awakened. Israel in the land, even in exile, don't know who they are right. to be awakened. To be awakened. You know. Yeah. And if we were in the land, if we were in the land uh, and in our designated uh, uh, sections of property that the Most High has aligned for the for the 12 nations of Israel, someone would be responsible for standing 
in the midst of that particular community and sounding the alarm so that Israel could, could awaken and begin to celebrate this particular day of, of that the Father has given to us to do. I mean, hey, you know, oh, man, you keep holding back. I'm not holding back. Come I'm on. just... Come I'm on. just ah manning because the Fourth of <laughs> July comes around and everybody gets out and they blast firecrackers, right? And they send off light all the sky these, up. All they light the sky up. Well, the Most High asked Hebrew Israel, "All I need you to do is wake up at the at the time that's designated that you get up." and blast the shofar because it needs to be sounded so that there can be an awakening. Mm-hmm. Which is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Which, I mean, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, I understand why we are in the state of understanding that we're in as far as a country is concerned because again the c word comes up and it's been done away with that has nothing to do with it and we've we've tried our best to delineate the difference between heat the hebrew section of the bible that codex called the bible and the christian side or the greek side and a lot of people prescribe to that greek side so they just discount it altogether. There's no reverence that's put there on the Most High's word and mitzvot. So it's very, very difficult for us as a country to, of people to kind of acquiesce to that particular idea. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's one of these things where, again, like I said earlier, I, I bring up that issue and, 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 and you, you can, you, <laughs> you hold in so much reverence the culture and standards of what's happening today other than the most highest word. You, 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 you just don't gravitate to that idea to say, if the most high be true, if the most high is what I word that I stand on, I'll live and die by that. Then why aren't you doing these things? You sound like a hypocrite at the end of the day. If the most high gets in the way, it's just like with this issue of just, I'm going to get, I'm going to get on my high horse for a second. It's just like this issue with the Shabbat period. This is this mentality that I'm good with the most high until he gets in the way. And he gets in the way on Saturday because I got stuff I got to do on Saturday and that's messing my timetable up. So I don't care whether or not he calls for a meeting to meet with me. That has no pre that takes more precedent less precedence than what I got going on in my own my own agenda, which is a sad commentary, because we're not as a culture and a nation of Israel we're not we haven't been teaching this, and it's just kind of been one of those things where I'm now under not well I'm understanding each year as we go through this it just compounds upon itself and compounds upon itself and it has more meaning to me. To say, listen, we are to remember, we are to awaken the nation so they can understand that they belong to the Most High. The Most High has never left us. He will always be with us. And it's, I think, eloquent. you can speak this more because you brought this up every time. And I'm looking over here at Kohanim Harless. Is that during this period of time, you said it, Rabbi. We are to what? Celebrate and rejoice. Yeah. It's a time of, you know. They are, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's interesting is that even this 
this holiday, Rabbi mentioned July 4th, right? Most people don't even, they're out shooting this stuff off. I almost said something. <laughs> uh, they don't know why they're doing it. Even even on a cultural holiday, right, in, 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 the, in the nations, right? So, I mean, they don't even know why they're doing that. And so we're, we're, we're at a point now where they don't know, as we said, right? They don't know mm-hmm. um, because they've been consumed by C, the C word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and so, you know, again, it, 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 well, I just find that amazing to me that people do a lot of things in, in, in terms of Memorial Day. Hey, we got one coming I, I up mean, here on the 5th, Labor Day. Yeah, why are we doing it? I mean, people don't know. It's just a day off from work, right? Right. And so... I think it's important, you know, again, understanding it's a Sabbath or Shabbat is, you know, Rabbi read the scripture. It's a Shabbat, right? But also, why are we doing it? And we talk about, right, it's a, a time of remembering, right? Uh, zikron, zikron tirurah, right, is what the scripture says. And then you also said, what are feasts? What do we do at feasts? We rejoice. We, we, we convene, you know, we convene, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why. I mean, so. we celebrate. We bring we bring food. Mm-hmm. And uh, do. and we bring <laughs> a little wine. Yeah, yes, we do. Yeah. And matter of fact, you in reading that scripture, would both of you assert? Because I know when we get to Yom uh, Yom Kippur, that's a high. That's a big deal. But this is kind of I want to classify this festival as a super Shabbat because not only number one. Is it a Shabbat because the Most Kodesh. High calls it out? But it's, it's a Rosh Chodesh yes. too because it's on the first of the seventh seventh month, New Moon. So you got two of them happening on the same day. So it's like a double. Time, I think, right? And okay, so now you're talking about Rosh Chodesh. You got to tell the people what Rosh Chodesh is. Everybody doesn't know what Rosh Chodesh. What a Rosh Chodesh is. What is a Rosh Chodesh? A Rosh Chodesh is a New Moon. So the New Moon is when, and I think we talked about this on when we did the we did our Shabbat. We'll talk about it again. Okay, we'll, t- we'll bring it up one more time. The Rosh Chodesh is the new moon. Every time that the sliver, every 29, 30 some odd days, there is a sliver that's seen in the sky. And when you see that sliver in the sky, it only happens for an inkling of a moment. And you can really see it. It's pronounced for that, that brief moment in at dusk. And when it's at dusk, you can actually see it. So... That designates for us the time when the new month starts. So the month doesn't start necessarily this upcoming one like it does today. You know, on uh, today would be earmarked. I hate to say this because we don't date these podcasts. But September 1st is considered the new month on the Gregorian calendar. Not in the Hebrew calendar. That's a Roman thing. The Hebrew calendar starts at the new moon. And that's when there's a sliver in the sky. So when we talk, the Most High put a big clock in the sky called the moon where you're able to tell the weeks and the months based on where the moon is. So when you see a full moon in the sky, you're around the 15th day of the Hebraic calendar of the Hebraic month that we're particularly in. That's how that's kind of set up. And that's called a Rosh Hodesh. Rosh Hodeshes are Shabbats. You are supposed to observe a Rosh Chodesh just like you would ser- uh, observe a Shabbat, just like you would observe a Moadi, which is a festival, which is Shavuot, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Pesach. Uh, uh, which one am I missing? 
uh, Feast of Matzah, all, all of those, all of our five major ones, yeah. you observe those the same way. So, so the dealie, Bob, is that it is important for a Hebrew Israel uh, and those of you who are gravitating to this Hebraic way to understand that on this seventh day of this seventh month of this ninth Gregorian month is a celebration and it is a holy convocation. Now, you may not have anybody to gather to celebrate this with. So mm-hmm. now you're probably asking, well, how do I celebrate a convocation uh, with myself? Right. And we've never had to do that because we have a congregation of people that we celebrate it with. Mm-hmm. But I want to suggest to those of you who are listening to this podcast and want to honor this day, make it in your home a celebratory day. And, you know, you might want to, uh, you know, invite, you know, treat it, treat it like you would treat Thanksgiving. Invite your family over or invite friends over and have a have a real wonderful, wonderful meal and, you know, and talk about the things that you remember uh, so much about the Most High that he has delivered you from, mm-hmm. that he's brought you out from. Be glad and rejoice. It's a day to be glad and rejoice in. So I would suggest to you that that's one way that you can do that. If you have a congregation of people that you can gather with that that might want to honor these days, then do that. But I'm going to tell you now, it ain't happening in a Christian world. Right. Yeah, that's where it's not happening at. Agreed wholeheartedly. <laughs> and it'll be a long time coming before it does. Yeah. 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 You know what? There, there's a there's another section of there just so, you know, for the for the folks that are 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 very astute, not to say that I'm not trying to talk down on anybody, but there's also a second portion of that um, that's in numbers, um, which is the book of Bad Midbar, chapter number twenty nine. Um, I'm forgetting the 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 actual verses. One but through it, six. One through six. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that talk about. Also, the the second portion of that where there's offerings that are actually given. There's a burnt offering that's given of a bull. Yep. There is a sin offering. And then I believe that there is a guilt offering. Correct me if I'm wrong. But there's three offerings that are that are made. And you can read it for yourself. It's in Bad Midbar or Numbers chapter 29, 1 through 6. And again, that portion of it is something that's when we get into the land will be observed when we're there. But while we're in exile... We do the best we can and we to observe this day by, number one, you have to take it off if you're working. It's a day of rest. Now, when does that day start? Because I know that there's some people that out there that are still under the impression that the actual feast is actually going to start on the 20th, which would be this. What? No, I'm, I, I apologize. It would start on um, what the 6th. The, the at sundown. At sundown. And that's not the case. It's going to start on the 7th when the sun actually hits the horizon and then it concludes when the sun goes down or when you see the sun in the horizon in the western sky and you don't see the sun anymore that's when it's over okay so we only observe it in the day yeah but outside of that convocation day of rest remember rejoice now the Feast of Trumpets is very important because it leads up seven days later to another 
very important solemn day. And this is one of the most solemn days in Hebrew Israel, and it's called the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. Uh, Yom Kippur does happen to be written uh, Hebraically in the Hebraic scroll. Yes. Kippur. So it's not just Jewish. And what we're talking about here are not Jewish holidays. They're, they're, they're national Hebrew Israel holidays mm-hmm. and times. The Day of Atonement is one of the most important days in the life of a Hebrew Israelite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes on this year, it will fall on the 16th day of the seventh month or the 16th day of the ninth month on your Gregorian calendar, which is September the 16th. Mm. We'll be celebrating Yom Kippur. So what do we do on Yom Kippur? Well, the Mosai tells us in his word that we are to set this day aside and we're to celebrate it by by afflicting ourselves. So while it is that in the religious world, the Christian world, you have you start out January the first having a convocation or a week of prayer revival and fasting and prayer. The most high doesn't do it that way. He defines for us a specific time to afflict ourselves and to teshuva and repent. Now, this repentance process is supposed to start in Elul and move forward. But on this particular day is the day when in the Shemaim, the heaven, the books are open and names are written in the book, the names of the, of the righteous mm-hmm. and the names of the wicked and those that are undecided. Go to Daniel, I think it is chapter 7 or 8. He talks about it. And I looked and I saw the Ancient of Days and the books were open. Mm. And it was he that sat up on the throne. And, and there's writings that go that the Most High writes. Um, it's a 24-hour abstinence from food and water. You know? Mm. It's, it's a fast. It's a complete fast day. Mm-hmm. And um, the Most High declares unto us that this is what we're supposed to do. Um, at the end of that day, at the end of that day, at sundown on that day, the day ends at sundown mm-hmm. uh, on the 16th, then we hold another convocation. We come together as a people. And this is also written in the book of Leviticus chapter 23. I was trying to pull it up here so I could get I to it. And my 23, go to 27. And my, yeah, here it is. Oh, here, here it is. It wouldn't come up. 23 Try, and verse yeah, 27. 27. Yeah. Starts in verse 26. Yahweh said to Mashi, the tenth day of the seventh month is Yom Kippur. You are to have a holy convocation. You are to deny yourselves and you are to bring an offering made by fire to Yahweh. And you are not to do any kind of work on that day because it is Yom Kippur to make atonement for you before Yahweh your Elohim. Mm-hmm. Anyone who does any who does not deny himself on that day is to be cut off from his people. And anyone who does any kind of work on that day, I will destroy from among his people. You are not to do any kind of work. It is a permanent regulation through all your generations. No matter where you live. 
That means you too, Hebrews in exile. That's talking directly to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's very it's very it's very important. Um in the context of thought, uh the books are open when the when the day begins and when the day ends, the books are closed. And if your mm. name is not written in the book, if we were in the land uh during this time and you happen not to obey this commandment, you would be cut off from the nation of Israel would mean that you would not exist. That's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. How do you feel about that, but John? <laughs> well, I refer back to what we said in the beginning, right? This is this is a serious matter, you know? And I, I thought about it this week, you know, I mean, really, really thought about this. The idea that I don't want to let him down, you know? I mean, sure, you don't yeah. want to be, you don't want to be somebody who proclaims to be something and then inwardly, right? Mm-hmm. Which manifests itself out at times outwardly, not to be in alignment with his character and his essence, according to Torah and his mitzvahs, right? Right. Um. And so, I mean, like you said earlier, Brother Sean, it's like every year it kind of hits you a little bit differently or maybe a little bit oh, yeah. deeper in you because you mm -hmm. have we have a better understanding mm -hmm. and we because we're walking in the way of the most high. Mm -hmm. And so when Rabbi read the scripture that it being cut off, I mean that that's I mean, that's a serious, serious matter. Absolutely. And you know, it, it again, there <laughs> there's no do overs. No. You know, there mm. there's this isn't no, uh this is this isn't something if if we are, if we are in real time and in real mode, mm -hmm. you don't get to do it. This is not a do-over, right? You don't get you don't get to go and say, "Well, I'm sorry." I mean, this particular these 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 commandments that are written here are ones that you and I and Hebrew Israel have to know, like we know. Labor Day is coming, like we know the 4th of July is coming, like we know New Year's is coming. And for those of you that worship Christmas and Easter, <laughs> like you know Christmas and Easter is coming. For us, these commandments are part of the knowledge within us that we know are coming, and we know what we are supposed to do to celebrate them. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And, and recognizing the seriousness of them. The Day of Atonement, he says, I'll cut you off and I'll destroy you. Like it was nothing. I mean. Destroy means you ain't coming back. That's you right. Ain't back. There's no do-over. Yeah. Yeah. The existence before you will be like it, it was like right. you never even were here. Now, you know, we know what the interesting part of this is, mm. is that what we're reading here is written in the King James Bible. Yeah. It's there. Uh, it's written in the. It's written in the. In the. Um, in the. In whatever Bible that you have, these what I'm reading you now are written in there. So there's no excuse, and I mean you can say, well, that's just for the Jews. We're not Jews. Mm -hmm. The nation of Israel is not Jewish. The nation of Israel is Hebraic. They're exactly. Hebrew. The nation of Israel 
comes out of the loins of Father Abraham. Father Abraham was not Jewish. We'll go back to Bereshit, read it, and you'll see that he was called Abraham the Hebrew, or mm. Abraham the Hebrew. Mm-hmm. So this we're talking about a nation of people that are ethnically Hebrew, not Jewish. Jewish is not an ethnicity. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Probably going to make some people mad, yep. but Jewish is not an ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Jewish is an electic is a voted or elected ethnicity that the Oxanazis have put on themselves. The Most High wrote in in Scripture that Israel, Hebrew Israel, was his nation. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Without fail. Well, am I, can I add something about this here? Or not add to that, but sure. what Rabbi just said, because we've been talking about Yom Teruah, right? What mm-hmm. do the Jewish people call it? Rosh Hashanah, yeah. Rosh Hashanah, which which <laughs> they yeah, which means me? the head of the year, <laughs> which, which means is, the head yeah. of the year, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and and you know it it's it's referenced once in Scripture, but it's in Ezekiel, and it's not that's not the context of that, anyways. Mm-hmm. So what Rabbi is talking to is that they have holidays, right? Yeah. Their own holidays that don't comport with what Scripture. Mm-hmm. It's not head of years. What's the you mentioned the mount month earlier, right? What's the first month of the year Aviv. according to the Most High? Aviv, which is actually in Hebrew. It's a Hebrew word. Aviv means spring. So in the in the name, it tells you when that actually is supposed to start. And I won't get into my dissertation about <laughs> counting from, never mind. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's Aviv. There's only... For Hebrew Israel, there's only one beginning of the year. That's it. Right. And it's written in the Hebrew scriptures. I mean, this shall be the first of the month for you. This will be the first of the year for you. Mm -hmm. And he's written it and he has said it. And he has said it very clearly. So just want to give you a heads up in terms of what's coming uh, in this month. Now. Then we, we count forward and we get down to another another time for another convocation. I don't I don't want to dismiss uh, the idea that the Day of Atonement is to be treated lightly. It is not. It is very, very serious. As a matter of fact, before I go on, mm-hmm. in the world for the Aksanazi and Sephardic Jews, this Day of Atonement is they're high holy days, and you probably can't get into a synagogue unless you get there early mm. because the synagogues will be filled with these people on the Day of Atonement. That's the only day that they really, besides Passover, that they really recognize as a day of significance, uh, as a day of significance to them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the wow, isn't it? You know, and the interesting thing about it, as we talk about this, mm-hmm. um, do you realize that there are very few, very, very few Oxenazi and Sephardic Jews who even know what the mitzvot are or even follow the, I'm going to call it the religious idea of Torah? Mm. Very few of them. 
If you if you run into if you run into a Oxenazi Jew anywhere and you ask him about these things, I don't want to, you know. Well, we'll look at it this way. We we're gonna use the big bad C word. If you ask the regular old Christian whether or not they know any half of the stuff that's in that Bible, they don't know what they don't they're know talking either. about. Right, right. There are obviously <laughs> parallels, which yeah. is very clear. What strikes me is Rabbi said that Pesach and Yom Kippur, right, are the two. If you go across the street, what are the two there? Christmas and Easter. Yep. Those are the two big Similar ones. parallels, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't get, oh, no, no, there's three. There's a Christmas, third. Easter, and Mother's Day. Oh, I thought you were going to end up saying, like, throwing, like, Pentecost in there. No, they don't. That Pente- <laughs> Pentecost, that Pente- Pentecost just, it just, yeah, just, uh, well, this is the day of Pentecost. There's, nobody's dressing up. Nobody's right, doing right, anything right. special right. on the day of Shavuot. Yeah. That, within that, within that circle. Right. Exactly. You know. So, you know, so the, the next thing that we move into is uh, we count down. And from from the day of uh, from the end of uh, of the Day of Atonement, which ends with a convocation, and what we do in our congregation, the people uh, will end will end and close out that day of consecration with a feast, and we'll bring uh, various soups and various um, things to eat that settle the stomach and bring the stomach and bring the body back to its natural state as it mm-hmm. has rested for those 24 hours. We don't put anything heavy on our stomach, but, you know, we'll make various various soups. And, boy, you know, congregation makes some good soups. Yeah, it does. Make some good soups and what have you. And the truth is the proof, proof so, is in the pudding. once again, if you, if you are... Uh, at home alone and the Day of Atonement comes around, then just make it a day for yourself where you make it make it a day of complete consecration and fasting and prayer before the Most High and reflecting. And then at sundown on the, uh, on the what did I say, the 16th? Uh, I believe so. On the sundown on the 16th, you know, when you get through, just get yourself a, a nice, big a nice bowl of some kind of soup that you've made or and uh, enjoy the evening with a glass of wine and hey you've done it for the day and you've made and you've made the most high happy right you made the most high happy yep you observed the festival so then we move down to uh the uh a seven day congregate congreg- congregation or convocation which is called Sukkot. Ah. We go back to we go back to uh, Vayikra chapter uh, twenty three and verse thirty three. Mm-hmm. Yahweh said to Moshe, "Tell the people of Israel on the fifteenth day of the seventh month is the feast of Sukkot for seven days to Yahweh." Uh, that's going to start on September. I think it is the twenty first. Yeah, twenty first. Twenty first, and it's and it's a it's a uh, seven day, a seven day day. Let's let's see what he's asking us to do. Okay, I bet you the word zakar remember is going to be in there. Uh, I bet you somewhere uh, is going to be there. Remember where you used to live uh, for forty years. <laughs> 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 Something like that. Uh-oh. Okay. On the first day, there is to be a holy convocation. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. So on the 21st, 
is another day off uh, from work, and it's a holy convocation. You're mm -hmm. not supposed to do any kind of work. We'll come together, and we'll have another grand feast going into this this day uh, or this week of Sukkot. Uh -huh. For seven days, you are to bring an offering made by fire to Yahweh, and on the eighth day, you're to have a holy convocation and bring an offering made by fire to Yahweh. It is a day of public assembly. Do not do any kind of ordinary work. So let me get this straight. We got the first day is a holy convocation, mm -hmm. Shabbat, and yep. the seventh day yes. is a holy convocation. So what happens in between there? Um, what happens in between there? Mm -hmm. uh, these are the designated times uh that you are to proclaim as holy convocations and bring an offering made by fire. Um, and I, I would suggest to anybody that's looking at these to go into your scriptures and look, start looking at and mm -hmm. read through uh, Leviticus chapter 23 and look at these. But in verse 29, it says, But on the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered the produce, uh, that's not the one I want. You going to the other one that has a... It, you know what? Um, this one in 23 doesn't give us the liturgy in terms of the um, in terms of what you do in, on Sukkot. But those seven days, um, we are supposed to live in sukkahs or booths. Remember that you are supposed to live in in booths. And you, you, where were you at? I was in 23. Leviticus you were in 23. Yeah, you can also go to Dabarim 16. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Oh, would you for go too. there, please? <laughs> can you see? Uh, I can see you some. Need some I need to turn on some light. You need some light. I'm mentioning that we, I'm mentioning that we need some light. It's not that we're in darkness. We are not in darkness. <laughs> we are in we are in light. But the sun has gone down in the room, and the light. <laughs> Is necessary. You're having, you're having a prayer yeah. meeting in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Davarim sixteen thirteen. You should perform the feast, which is Deuteronomy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, De Deuteronomy in 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 our English Bibles. Perform the feast of Tabernacles, Sukkot, seven days after you've gathered in. Oh, feast of Tabernacles is Sukkot. Sukkot, right? And from your wine press, and you shall rejoice. There it is in again. your feast, you and your son and your daughter and your male slave and your slave girl, and the Levite and the alien, and the alien, uh -oh. uh, and the fatherless mm. and the widow that are inside your gates. You shall keep a solemn feast seven days to Hold Yahweh. Hold on a minute. Hold on. A minute. I want you to remember that word alien. I want you. To, I'm going to come back to that word alien. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you shall keep a solemn feast seven days to Yahweh your Elohim in the place which Yahweh shall choose. Yahweh, your Elohim, shall bless you in all your produce and every work of your hands, and you shall be altogether joyful. So there's a there's a heavy emphasis mm -hmm. on joy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a time. Every every one of these feasts during the high holy days, except the Day of Atonement, are days that are filled with joy and rejoicing. And they're very, and they're very, very, they're very, very, they're, they're a lot of fun to participate in. Now, in the 
reading that you that you gave us from uh, Devarim on Sukkot, Feast of Tabernacles, there's a word in there that talks about the alien. When you see the word in Scripture that's talking about the alien, it is also synonymous with the foreigner. So that tells me that people from the nations that are with us are also able to celebrate that, these feasts. So, John, you are a person from the nation, and being a person from the nation, joined with Hebrew Israel, uh, uh, I don't, I don't look at you any different than I look at anybody else. You're from the nation, but you've joined with Hebrew Israel, so you're you're a part, you're a part with us. Um, as we get ready to close out this podcast, tell us, tell us how how all this resonates with you. Well, I think, first of all, I think the nations who are in Christianity have the same issue that Hebrew Israel does who's in Christianity. Yeah, yeah. They have similar issues. Yes. Now, their history is going to be different, right, Um, to the extent that Israel has been scattered, right, and, of course— we were just born here, right? I'm just one of the, of the nations. I was born here. Um, but I think one of the things that, that um, has stood out is a verse like that. And even when we were in the church, we I understood that there were going to be people who would join with Israel because it says whether you're talking about the word alien or foreigner, right? Right. We know, and we also know that the Scripture also says, right, in the Torah, the mitzvah says you're to treat those who are with you, right? who are foreigners or aliens, right? You're to treat them as what? As one of you. As one of you. And so that makes it very clear that that once you unite with Israel, you are Israel. Yes. Um, and so, you know, people get caught up in the ethnicity or the pigmentation of, 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 of people's skin color, you know. The reality is the Most High doesn't mention any of that. No, he doesn't. Never, nowhere, and anywhere. Nowhere. He talks about nations. So, as you mentioned, I think, last service that you taught, right, That, or maybe it was on the, the Friday night class where you mentioned that the nations will go up to Yerushalayim, right? Right. Let us go up to the house of Yahweh, yep. right? Yep. They may we, that we may be taught or yes. may we learn the yes. ways of Yahweh. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> that's where my family and I have come to is a place where we've we've come with Israel, right? Yeah. And so I've been brought to the house of the Most High, right? Yes, you have. It's it's not the physical temple. No, it's not. But it's a place where his Ruach, his spirit dwells. Yeah, very much. And so, so when we when we decided to to join, I say the word join, become a constant presence <laughs> with FTF, um the, the first thing I said to my family was, this is where they're teaching Scripture. And I visited a few other places, as you know. Um, and this is where, if he's teaching Scriptures, then the Spirit of the Most High is here. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I understood and my, I explained to my family, this is where we're going because this is where the Scriptures are being taught. When I mean Scriptures, right, we know what I'm talking about is— yeah. The Tanakh, the Torah, the prophets, and the writings. Absolutely. So, yeah, Genesis through Chronicles. Right. And so, you know, uh, um, it's, uh, it's, 
I've never looked at those things anyways, but when I come into congregation, um, Hebrew Israel is my brothers. I mean, that, that, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I'm their brother. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, I, I always want people, um, no matter what their ethnicity is, if your desire is to know truth and your desire is to walk with Hebrew Israel and your desire is to worship the Elohim of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov as we do and to adhere to the teachings of the Most High, you are a welcome part of the family of Hebrew Israel. Mm. And... Uh, you know, I, well, like I said before, as I open, uh, while it is that I'm concerned about my people, uh, as the Most High is, uh, and he says that Israel is the apple of his eye, yet and still he also says that it's not his desire, nor does he find pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. And so many people of the nations are out there, and they know that what they're in is wrong and they don't know where to, how, how to fix it. And they'll run to the Akhenazi Jews and uh, the Jews, Akhenazi Jews, many of them are Hebriskans. Um, and we're, we're not Hebriskans. We are strictly Hebrew and we, we celebrate and we teach the word of the most high Yahweh and what it is that he has said. And we're very happy to have uh, people of the nation uh, be with us. And, you know, as a rabbi of the house, I'm very happy to have uh, um, John Harless, Yochanan Harless with him. I've, I've, I've made him one of the Kohanim in our house, one of the teachers in his house. So the mm-hmm. people, the, 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 uh, the gold and purple people can scream to, <laughs> to, to high heavens about their <laughs> thoughts about, people from the nations, right? they're not in Scripture, right? They're not in Scripture. Mm-hmm. You have to read You have to read Isaiah completely through, and you have to know what the mitzvot say. And the mitzvot say you're not supposed to treat the foreigner any different than you. Remember that you were once a slave in Mitzrayim. So, um, no, they're... they're uh, Contrary to popular to their popular belief, uh, they're not going to be my slave, and uh, they're not going to bow down and worship me. We're going to there's only going to be one person worship, and that's the most that's high, the most high yeah. in the land. Well, I just wanted to share some brief things with you tonight concerning uh, these high holy days and these mitzvahs. Certainly, I have not touched on all of the nuances of these days, but it's significant that at this intro entry point that you understand that these three days are, and this week is very important. We're in the high holy days now, and if you're wanting to be part of Hebrew Israel, I've given you some, some pointers as to how you can celebrate it without having a congregation. Mm-hmm. It's good. No, it's eloquently put. I mean, we're, we're on the, we have to teach the nations and our own, this the nation of Israel yeah. on how to observe yeah. these things while we are in exile. So yeah. we do not, the Most High is very adamant about not, so we don't miss it. not, you know, 
assimilating into the culture that is around you. And if nobody's teaching these things in the, in the reverence of these Moedims, then it's going to get missed every single year. And that's not the desire of the Most High. It's for His people to return back to the way of the Most High. And remember. So, yeah, and remember. So eloquently. And he says, this shall be a permanent, permanent. regulation to you throughout all your generations, mm -hmm. wherever it is that you live. Absolutely. Well, this has been Rabbi Robert B. Holman Jr. And Sean, Sean Appleton. You're going to say Sean Appleton. <laughs> Sean Appleton. And Yokanon Harless. And this has been Hebrews, Hebrews in, in Exile. exile. Shalom. Shalom.